Wand smoke. Broken. Epilogue. The townies call us heroes, though there was a time they thought us monsters. And maybe we were, but we're human now. At least, most of us are. Mostly. It's hard to speak honestly in absolutes ever since the kindling of the king. Another new day of celebration for South's last stand against the old tyrant and his army of ravenous ghouls. A fitting name since all that was left of Ogier come morning was a pile of ashes, the Kingmaker, and his shield, an artifact from the eastern mainland in ancient, abandoned Yggdrasil, priceless and irreplaceable, something for the history books, according to Van Edwin. All I know is that it more than paid my debt with Vanguard acquisitions. Are you sure it's good that we sell all these evil artifacts? Broken asked me, as we walked away from the King's Lodge with a purse full of gold and an I.O.U. worth more than all the coal and salt under the vault. What if it's haunted now? Or if someone bad gets it next? Then maybe some people like us will get Grant's soul to figure out who he is. Maybe he'll even loosen up a little bit, like our old friend here, I said, gripping the pommel of Ogier's sword. Lying trog! I have not loosened a single part! You're just fortunate my treasonous flesh proved so cowardly and weak, and that your constable's spirit was not as shadowed as me. Had it been my spirit occupying my body, wielding my sword and shield, you and your band of misfits would have stood no chance. Whatever you say, old man, I thought, as Broken asked. But what if they can't? Grant was pretty bad toward the end. Then we'll have to go on another adventure, just you and me, I promised her, and I meant it too, yet promises can be hard to keep, especially when you don't know if you'll wake up tomorrow. But I'm sure you're wondering what happened to the Eye, to Muad and Gerard, to Nostius and Domnol, and all the others. They're doing fine, I'm sure. Last I heard, Nostius was alive, albeit short an arm, but at least he got promoted when Domnol took off with Ogier's Eye in order to reclaim the king's fortress, something about celestial magic, and mastering the power of the Philosopher's Stone. Who knows what the wizard is up to, though his sudden absence left the town with two vacant council seats and a twice-emptied constabulary. Nothing that a flash election couldn't make worse. After a week's deliberation on the part of the citizens, it was decided that Dr. Edgar should be made to serve his prison sentence as steward, since he's the most educated and familiar with city life, setting aside Len and the other Elixir-related deaths. I guess the events surrounding Vaughn Bilar and his monster wife have been long forgotten. Maybe it's the mushrooms, I thought, as the town cast its vote, Edgar for steward and Ashlyn for marshal. Did that ever cheer the girl up? She'd been morose until that point, mourning the loss of our companion, Chaka, and her serpent's curse was already returning. But as soon as she heard the news, her eyes brightened with all the possible abuses of power. Her first, of course, was to appoint herself as constable, and her second was filling the whole constabulary with members of the SS. Though what excited her most was inheriting Grant's wheelwand, and his father's greatcoat. It'll be a few years before she can tailor it to fit her, but that didn't stop her parading around south, coattails trailing in the dirt. 
At least she'll have Verva to help her keep her head on straight and headless Gerard to keep her safe, assuming Muad Knight and the Kobolds don't cause too much trouble. And there are other worries as well. Who knows what the Union Church will do with the information they got from Shalquar? Maybe they'll be too busy dealing with Lohan in Glassboro. Last I heard, the slave revolts had been suppressed and the royal pandemic contained. Makes me wonder why everyone doesn't move to Berg. You never hear about problems up there. Just too damn cold, I guess. And me? You could say I'm on an expedition of sorts. An excavation. To a place deeper and darker than any tunnel under Oldholm. Within the lapis forged from my own flesh and blood, I can hear a calling, a voice, distressed and distant, echoing off the labyrinthine corridors. It's just a dream, I tried telling myself each afternoon. I lay down to sleep, but I'd have to have been a fool to believe that. After all, it feels like years since I last fell asleep. Years of wading half-flooded passages, listening for the voice's echo, wandering blind, at times aimless, wondering what it is I'm meant to discover in this place. I feel like if I knew, I could finally escape, that I could wake up. But to what? Who are you? I shout for the hundred thousandth time. As always, no response. No reply other than the same faint call luring me further and further in this dark, forsaken place. Good thing I've got the king to keep me company. We've taken to telling each other stories to keep us going whenever we feel like giving up, like right now. I stop at a fork in the labyrinth, a crossroads, black in both directions. The way the call reverberates, it could be coming from either path. I shiver, naked, and waist-deep in frigid water. The only source of warmth here is what fire is in your soul. So we kindle our spirits. What do you say, Ogier? How about another tale? You never finish telling me the one about how your great-great-grandfather married the fairy queen's sister. <laughs>